0: Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, March 23rd at noon Eastern, so let's get after it. We are entering a sharp recession in the U.S. economy. So is the global economy. Most pundits will blame the unfortunate and unforeseen coronavirus as the reason. Now, while the virus played a major role in tipping us into a recession, mainly due to the response of using quarantines and temporary lockdowns of the economy, the recession we are experiencing was 10 years in the making. Recessions are always about removing the excesses that built up during the prior expansion. And in my view, there were two areas in particular that were vulnerable to an economic contraction, corporate credit and the shadow banks. First on corporate credit. We've never seen corporate leverage as high as it is now, and much of this credit was added because credit markets have rarely been so inviting to issuers. This is a direct result of the financial repression era orchestrated by central banks post the financial crisis. In short, the abnormally low cost of borrowing has encouraged companies to lever up and use this financial leverage to drive better earnings growth in what has been a sluggish economic recovery. It's important to note that low growth is very different from negative growth. And so now that we have entered a recession, the corporate bond market knows the risk of default is much greater. Hence the dramatic moves we have seen in credit spreads in the past month. As an aside, the correction in stocks really took a turn for the worse when tensions between Russia and OPEC caused a collapse in oil prices. This is what really triggered the stress in corporate credit markets, which is why stocks seem to have no bottom despite numerous efforts from policymakers and aggressive moves on the virus, which should ultimately lead to its demise. Credit markets are more important to the functioning of the economy than equity. Second is the shadow banks, which are unregulated financial market participants. Without singling out any one particular group, these entities also ballooned in size and scope after the financial crisis. Some of this is due to the easy monetary conditions and low borrowing costs provided by central banks, while it's also due to the fact that the traditional banking system is more tightly regulated, which has allowed many of these entities to get into regulated banking-type activities. Because the shadow banks are unregulated, they have become too big in some cases and are now having an outsized negative impact on financial markets as they are forced to delever. The good news is that the regulated banking system is stronger than normal for this part of the cycle, when we're entering a recession. That means the Fed has a viable system to get the capital they are providing to the places that need it the most as the economy contracts and cash flows dry up. This is one of the reasons we believe the Fed's aggressive actions to date, which includes intervening in the corporate credit markets directly, will ultimately have a positive effect on the duration of this recession, even if it can't stop the severity of the slowdown in the very near term. Rarely do markets become so dislocated, but such are the conditions from which great investment opportunities are born. While we never know what will tip us over into a recession, the conditions for one have to be in place, and the excesses in the credit world were exhibit A in that regard. Now that we're here, we would like to remind listeners that bear markets end with recessions. They don't begin. And given that most stocks have been in a bear market for two years or longer, these will be entry points for those with a time horizon beyond 6 or 12 months.